Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast that's all about life after school. If you're feeling lost, confused, or just plain terrified about what comes next, then you're in the right place. I just want to say I am so thankful to everyone who has subscribed and followed our podcast. I still would like to ask for your help to share these episodes, share this podcast, and let people know that we are here and that we are a place of hope and a place of answers. We may not be able to always answer everything and have the answer to all of the problems that come with post-graduation life, but we certainly try and we are doing what we can to bring this information to you and to everyone who is in need of this information. So please continue to share these episodes, share this podcast with as many people as you can. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I have posted on Facebook. I had asked my friends on Facebook back on April 25th, asking them, what are some tips about, um, what are some tips that they can give when it comes to job interviews? Um, I don't know how every high school is. I know that some high schools might be a little more better prepped in this area than others. My high school was not. There might have been a class for it, perhaps, or it might have been kind of hidden in one of the electives at our school. But as far as I know, I don't believe we have had that um, this chance to do what I'm about to refer to job interview practice. Probably one of those skills that should be taught in high school is how to have a job interview. And I think it's great to have this type of training in schools, especially when you have teachers and not every teacher came straight into the teaching field. And so some of them might have other experiences in the career and the workforce and being able to provide some guidelines and some feedback interviewing or doing job interviews with students. It's not very easy at times and sometimes just trying to Google um, tips on job interviews could be a good help but could also leave you more confused than ever before than before you started even asking the questions. So what we are going to do, I have gotten a good amount of feedback from that post and I am so thankful for everyone who posted and left comments about what are some amazing tips for job interviews and what I did I compiled all of them together into five points and a lot of the uh, people that commented were saying some of the same things some of them had specific things that were not mentioned in the others so I combined all of them into five points and we have a bonus point that I wanted to add at the end so we're going to start off with point number one be honest be honest honesty is one of the most important things when it comes to a job interview You do not want to lie 
at a job interview. It is tempting and very tempting. You have that temptation to lie about things because you want to make yourself look as good as possible to your employer. So keep in mind that anything you lie about, especially when it comes to work performance and work productivity, unless you're able to make a 180 in a very short period of time, most of the time, when within probably the first month, sometimes less, sometimes more, most employers are able to tell how are you as a worker, what type of worker you are, and they can recall if you really are living up to the standards that you have set in the job interview. So be honest. Honesty is your best policy. Now, will honesty at times cost you a job? Yes, it can. But don't look at it as a loss, but look at it as, you know what? This job may just not be for me. So point number one, be honest. Point number two, be knowledgeable. This was one that came up a lot. And with the idea of being knowledgeable, I would put a sub point here or something more to be considered more specific with this point. Research the company. There is never enough research you can do on a company. Even if you are applying for McDonald's, research the company, research it, not only to help you in the job interview, but also to see if this is really a place you want to work. A lot of times I talk to people and they say that they are so desperate for a job that they will go and try to find anything and anyone that will hire them regardless of what the job is or who the company is. And sometimes that rush to try to find a job, we neglect to do deep research on the company and try to realize and understand what are we getting ourselves into. And so not only just in realizing what we're getting ourselves into, but as mentioned a little before, having that knowledge and research of the company will help you in the job interview. So definitely do your research. We have the internet. It is almost... Um, it is nearly impossible to not have the information at your disposal. There are very few jobs and very few companies that do not have at least basic information that you cannot find. I mean, that you, um, cannot find on the internet. So many places have access to that information. And even if you can't find much online, Um, Try to see if you can connect with someone on LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, If you are right out of high school, you are probably thinking, oh my goodness, this guy is old. He's talking about Facebook and LinkedIn. And yes, I know that is probably social media platforms that either don't use that often or don't even have at all. It's not Snapchat. It's not Instagram. Not saying you can't use Snapchat and Instagram, but the chances are using platforms such as Facebook and LinkedIn, you're able to connect with actual people who currently or in the past worked for that company and get research from them, get information from them about the company that you're trying to apply to. Number three, point number three, be genuine and authentic. 
be genuine and authentic. I think this can tie into being honest, but being genuine and authentic is extremely important. Most employers can tell if you are a fake. I can tell when a lot of people are fake. I sometimes will have those times where it goes over my head or that I miss things, but many employers often can tell when someone's fake. You don't even have to be an employer. A lot of people can tell when someone is fake. There are times where people are so good that you can't tell, but there are times when you can tell when someone something is just not right about this particular person. Something just ain't right there. Are we sure this is someone we want to trust? So be genuine and authentic. I don't want to go too much into that because I do think that is pretty self-explanatory. And I think is, uh, even though it's self-explanatory, it's a very important point to remember. Point number four. I thought this was a really good one. Recall previous interviews and think about your answers. And when you recall, write down interview questions that you have been asked before. And if you are just out of high school and you have not had a job, because there are some of you graduating high school that had a job during school. So think about those questions that you've um, had encountered. And if you can recall them, write them down and think about your answers that you have given to them and recall and look back and think to yourself, was I honest? What can I do to improve? There's always room for improvement. Now, if you've graduated high school and you've never had a job while in high school, then the best thing I can advise to you is to think about your answers to potential questions. I want you to write down on a piece of paper um, five to ten questions that you think that the employer that you're going to interview for or going to your, the person that's conducting your interview, what questions do you think they will ask? But don't stop there. Google. Google is not always going to have the most appropriate or the best answers. But try to find common interview questions for that is common in your um, career choice. Or even if it's not a career choice, is this a temporary job that you're using as a stepping stone? Even if it's that, find out what are the typical questions that are asked. And there are numerous ways to find out. You don't just need to Google articles to find this. As I mentioned um, not long ago, Facebook and LinkedIn. And if you really want a good source, Reddit is also a pretty good source. Reddit has many people that work in these various jobs and industries. Now, this is not to say that you should um, not exercise caution because um there are ways that you may not be able to verify if this person is telling the truth or not. So definitely exercise caution when using some of these sites, but gather as much information as you can and see what questions overlap. Maybe you found an article that says, if you're interviewing for McDonald's, here's the questions that you can expect to be asked. And then maybe try to find some employees or forums of people that worked at McDonald's or used to work at McDonald's and see what questions overlap. Because this is not a guarantee, but here's the thing. If a certain, maybe let's say you 
initially had 10 questions, interview questions from various different sources, but three questions seem to be a common occurrence or a common theme across an article, across um, someone on Reddit or LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever social media platform you're using. And you're realizing that despite all the research you're doing, these three questions seem to come up all the time. It is a safe bet that at least one of those three questions are going to be asked at your interview. One of those three questions is going to be asked at your interview. And it's very important to have those things in mind. Now, I don't want to give you a false hope. You think that and then you find those overlapping questions. You get the interview and you find out that none of those questions are on there. So I'm not saying that's a guarantee that it's going to be on there. But if you see enough overlap or you're seeing the same questions across multiple sources, then that is a pretty safe bet that you probably need to think about what your answers would be to those questions that seem to be commonly showing up as possible interview questions. So definitely remember that point. I really love that point. And uh, point number five, be organized. Make a plan for being a top employee. Um, there's a lot I want to say here on this, and it's going to tie into our bonus point as well. So I want to might save some of what I want to say with this, with our bonus uh, point that I added to this. Um, it's very important that you are organized. You want to tell or show your employer what your plan is, what your plan is at this company, at this job. And I would dare say that I think it's perfectly fine to tell them what your expectations are. And it's so common for employers to tell us what their expectations are, but I think it's important for you to tell them what your expectations are. And that will tie into our bonus point as well. So be organized, make a plan, let your employers see, your potential employers see what you have planned for the future. And again, as I mentioned, our next point, our bonus point, point number six ties into this as well. Be assertive. This is a very important thing because when I talked about in point five about making a plan for being a top employee, um, I wanted to add in this idea of being assertive because be careful to not let this job consume you. Are there some jobs that you absolutely have to work literally day and night, 24 seven? If you're going to be a police officer, if you're going to be a firefighter, um, a paramedic, a doctor, a surgeon, and even with even in those jobs, you get days off, take advantage of those days off. But reason I'm bringing those jobs up is those jobs are understandable on why you have to be on call all the time. There are jobs that you simply just cannot turn off. However, there are many jobs that do not fall in that category that employers inspect you. They have this expectation of you to um, be available at a moment's notice. Now, if you have a certain job where you're on call and that maybe certain period of time is your responsibility to handle things, that's different. But I'm talking about this expectation that all the time that work is to be your number one place. And which, um, that's the reason why I say be assertive. 
if you have family obligations, let them know from the get-go, from the beginning, that those family obligations are important to you and you have an expectation of them to the best of their ability to allow you to fulfill those family obligations. There are, and like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realist. I know that not everything can be cleared for someone to be able to do every single obligation that they have. But I also think it's important to let your employer know that, hey, I want to do this job and I want to do this job to the best of my ability, but job, this job is not my life. And what I mean by that, and I may use a different terminology, maybe we'll say this job is not my entire life. Because if you really think about it, and it's kind of sad when you really fully think about it, um, we kind of go from school, being in school for, um, I'm trying to think of some times, I haven't been in school in forever, um, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, so... Um, six to seven hours, right at six hours. We're in school for six hours a day, K through 12. And then we are at doing work at either the same amount of time and a lot of times more than six hours a day at times that you are constantly just working, working, working. And school was once your life and now the workplace has become a replacement for school. And that's the reason why I think it's important to be assertive because you need to do everything you possibly can to have a work and family balance. And there are, like I said, there are jobs that that is not always going to be possible. And sometimes it might be very difficult to achieve those things, but there's no harm in trying. There's no harm in letting your employees know what is your obligation, what are your priorities and do and and see if your employer will work with that so i hope you all enjoyed these five points plus our bonus one i added there at the end and i am so appreciative of those who commented on facebook given their um, expertise or just their advice in general about um what all they can do to uh off to have a great and amazing interview and to impress their employers and what's interesting i just realized that even though i came up with this list there's actually another point that i recall that was on my uh that was in the comments of that status so i might go ahead and cover that i cannot believe that i forgot about that um and this and this uh, point was a very important one. So I'm going to go ahead and add it in there. And it can also <clears throat> get tie into that bonus point, be assertive. So I guess you get two bonus points today. <laughs> so the uh, other point, be confident. You know, confidence can either uh, make a job or make an interview do great. Or a lack of confidence can make an interview go really wrong. This is not to say if you have a lack of confidence that you'll never be hired, but work hard on building your confidence. If you are not one that has really big confidence, 
I was like that when I first got out of uh, high school and in college. I did not have really big confidence in talking to people and interacting with people. And I would stumble a lot. I would just... I would just have the worst time of my life because I did not have enough confidence in myself. And so I strongly encourage you, help build up some confidence. Even if you have to do something that gives you short-term confidence just to get through the interview, then do that. Being confident is absolutely one of the best things that you can do to get through a job interview. So I am glad I remembered that one and I hate that I completely forgot that point but I am so thankful for those that commented on the Facebook page, on my Facebook page and left this amazing advice for all of you to have. Take care. Have a great rest of your weekend and um, never give up on your dreams. Almost forgot the tagline there. <laughs> all right. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams.